Oh, it's good. Hi, Sean. How are you? I'm fine. All right. Um, so first of all, I just want to thank you so much for your time and um, for being willing to sit down and have a chat about the issues that are behind second chance hiring and why some individuals need to go into entrepreneurship just to make ends meet. And one of the first things I people I thought of when I came up with my business plan was you. So. Wow. That's an honor. Thank you. <laughs> You're so welcome. So uh, I did send you some questions, but um, it doesn't mean that we have to go verbatim over those questions. We can also have some other things that come up. If you want to just tell me a little bit about yourself, just in general, like who you are, where you live. Uh, oh, well, I'm currently living in Queens, Howard Beach um, for the last year or so with my wife, Renee. Um, we was living in Brooklyn prior to that. And prior to that, I was in Porter. <laughs> Coming home after 23 and a half years, you know, I was residing in Porter, as you know, as a um, client. And um, I did that for a year and graduated with flying colors. You know, y'all guys believed in me when I didn't believe in myself and graduated out of there within a year's time and got my own little room and apartment and moved forward, man. And... Here I am. So for those that are watching this, Porter is a program within the company, an organization called the Doe Fund, which helps those who are homeless or experiencing uh, returning home from incarceration and I believe veteran services um, yeah. who are looking to restart their lives. And that's where I met Sean. Um, so when you were incarcerated, what years were you incarcerated from? Um, 94, 93. Okay. Uh, when you were incarcerated, what kind of job did you think when you would get when you left prison? None. Because <laughs> I was expected to leave prison after, you know, being sentenced to, uh, first being sentenced to 25 years to life, you know, I wasn't expected to be home no time soon. And... You know, like, um, I was expecting to get no job, any job whatsoever. And But Barbara was always on my mind, you know, because okay. I did that since I was a kid. I've been doing it for 38 years. And, you know, that was always in my mind, you know, like working as a shop. Because I worked in every institution in the Barber, everywhere I went, every prison, Clinton, Greenhaven, Sullivan, Auburn. I've been in every Barber facility that you know hired me so um yeah so barber was really like one of my main things you know it was like kind of far out there but that's was my um hopefully to get a job because you got to get your license and you got to get your um you got to be an apprentice you got to get your license you got to become a master barber there's a lot of things that come involved in that so i didn't wasn't that wasn't in my ram of thought at that point okay and when you were incarcerated did you get that license or was that later on in life no, I got late, not, not even, well, when I was in Auburn, they had like a, you know, you get your GED, you get, they had this like test you can get only in prison. It's like a, it's like an a, apprentice license, but it wasn't, it didn't hold up out in the world. But okay. um, I did that. And, um, but when I, I came home, I got my official apprentice license by another brother of mine's named Bruce. 
Um, I got my apprentice license from him. My wife, she said, what do you want to do? And I said, I want to be a barber. But, you know, I was so nervous to get into this game and handling the razors and all that stuff. And, I, and she said, yo, this is what you want? And I said, yeah, that's what I want. And we put the money together and got it together. That's awesome. So when you found out that you were leaving prison, how long did you have to prepare to come back out? None because, uh, well, well, actually none. When I got, when I found out, I was like, it was like two months. You know I mean, okay. that was coming to the world. Um, I was very afraid, very scared. Didn't know where to go. Then a friend of mine introduced me to the GoFund. And I was like, you know, I really wasn't trying to be there, like I said before. And I said, you know what? I have to do something for myself because, mm -hmm. you know, this is my opportunity to move forward. So, so um, once you yeah. got into the Doe Fund, what program did you choose to complete? Um, cooking. Cooking. And why did you choose that one out of all? Because they didn't have barbering. <laughs> and that was my that and that's the whole thing. Like I even now I am a master barber now. I got my official license. So and I wanted to go back to the Doe Fund because I told them many a times that I want to be an instructor and I want to bring that program to that place. So when people come home, they can have an opportunity to become a master barber. So is that your long-term goal is to work in an institution? Yeah, man. Yes, 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 yes. I love teaching. Right now, one somebody just offered me a job at the um, at the Barber Institute here in in Queens to be an instructor. You know what I mean, because okay. I love what I do. I love to teach. You know what I mean, and and I'll tell you, man, the Dolphin would be so great for that. And I said it in my interview. I said, listen, with the Dolphin behind me, we could make this happen. Like I've seriously, really. Because people will come home and they be in that program, and a lot of people learn they trade in prison. Mm -hmm. They learn that in prison, and they and they really nice, but they don't have the funds or the resources to do so. So if this if if the Dolphin is offering cooking, building maintenance, um, pest control, all the stuff, why not offer that? Like I tell you, it'd be so awesome. It would be. But, yep. When know. you finished the cooking program at the Dauphin and you got your first job out in the real world as a cook. As a baker. As a, a baker. baker. That's right. As a baker. What yeah. surprised you about that? Well, I wasn't, I wasn't really surprised, but thanks to you guys, because you had the program in regards to my resume and hoping to get us the jobs. Thanks to you and your team. Um, I was working in Manhattan. I wasn't really surprised. I was more nervous to be finally out after all this time and working for a paycheck. And financially, and getting, how was that for you? Did it cover your bills? Yeah, you know, no, it didn't really because, you know, I was paying six, seven hundred for, you know, my place after I moved out from the bill fund. But it, it felt great. You know, I felt it was enough for me but it wasn't you know what i mean because you know you have your 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 rent your food your clothes your bed your your furniture all that stuff it's a lot mm -hmm. you know you know it was a minimum wage job you know what i'm saying you know and you know but I, you know I, before i went there I was like i was working in dofun i was working for um the park you know what i mean it was and we i saved a lot of money you know what i mean so that really kind that kind of helped me because you know right. you got 
extra savings and mandatory savings. So I saved a lot of money. That's what kind of really helped me out because without that, I would not, I would have been probably in a, just a little bit bad situation. Right. And I remember at one point that you wanted to get out of the baking scene and you wanted to go to work for Amazon. Oh my God. Yeah. Because it was so bad in regards to, you know, Amazon said that there was an equal opportunity employees and all that. And, and as a matter of fact, I, that's, I, that's right. I did text you and I was like, yo, they really took it to a different level and they turned me down. Like they made me jump through all these hoops. They made me write letters. They made me write um, character letters. They made me say, you know, to try to get my, um, my things from when I, when I went to prison for what, and they turned me down. And I was so devastated, I cried mm-hmm. because I wanted to be a driver because I finally got my driver's license and I wanted to do something to make to make more money, to even do that part-time and do cooking because I was cooking. I worked for Manhattan. I worked. I was a cook at one place at one time and it wasn't enough money. You know what I mean? And and they really, to this day, we talk about that. Like, man, my wife, they really took me for a spin, mm-hmm. you know? And... I did all that. I jumped through hoops. I went to the place. I filled out applications. I did what they asked me to do, and they told me no. Exactly. So in a way, especially with New York having all those rules um, about why they can't discriminate against people with criminal backgrounds if it doesn't affect Mm -hmm. people or the company, um, I know that was a pretty harsh blow to to the reality of what people really do go through trying to get a job with a criminal background. Yeah. Yeah. At what point did you decide enough is enough and you're going to go forward with the barber thing? Well, I know it was something that I love to do. That's my passion before any of that. You know what I mean? And I love meeting new people. I love the smile on their face. I love the change, you know? So you know, and then my wife has, you know, she backed me on all that, you know, all my things that I need for barbering and, you know, just getting my master barber license. I just got my master barber license just a couple of weeks ago. And it was the greatest feeling. Like when I, when I got my cooking license, when I said, man, I never passed nothing in my life. And she said, you got this, you got this. And I always doubt myself. And she always said, yo, you got this. And um, so from getting my license, it was like, it was a great thing for me. It was like a, even if I never do nothing with it, but I am a master barber. And trust me when I tell you, even when people come home and they want to be an apprentice, they could be an apprentice under me. Okay. You know, um, you know, and I'm willing to help as much as I can. So, you know, I just love what I do. I've been doing it for so long and I want to be able to show the world my talent. So what is the actual education that was required and how long did it take? So, you said an apprenticeship. Is there anything before the apprenticeship? No. Okay. So no, how yeah, is... know how to cut hair. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> so yeah. if you don't know how to cut hair, then you have to go to a, a barber school. A barber school, yes. yes. Okay. So, and yeah, then yeah. you get apprenticeship. Yeah. If you go to a barber school, but you're going to spend a lot of money. See me, it, it was vice versa. I knew I knew how to cut. I learned. And then if you could, if you know how to cut. And you can get it and you can be an apprentice under me and then you can become a master barber on your own after being an apprentice for four years. Um, 
Yeah, but if you don't know how to cut and you want to learn, you have to go to a barber institute and spend a lot of money for that. You know, that's why I'm saying that in regards to showing, teaching someone how to cut, which is like I said, dope when people come home, they want to learn, they come to my class. I will show you the step that you need to proceed this career. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, but you, so you have to be an apprentice for four years. Yes, you could be, you could, all right, let me recorrect that. You could be, you have to, you have you can be an apprentice for four years. You can get your master barber license in two. Okay. It's for sure. That's it's weird. That's the way the system works. But if you choose on, if you don't want to be a master barber, you could be a master. You could be an apprentice for four years, and you can renew it. And then you you could work at any barber shop with an okay. apprentice license. Only time you need a master barber license if you opening up your own shop. Nice. mobile like me like what i'm trying to do but my mo- mobile truck is park you know you, i two things you need to be a mobile barber as myself is um a master barber and a um you need a master barber license and you need a, um uh i'm trying to think of the name an operation license okay and so how much does that things. cost well it was like Close to 1500 for the for the master barber license. Mm-hmm. And um the this for the, the operation license like 60, 70 bucks. Okay. So it's pretty low investment other than your clippers and all that kind of stuff. I'm sure that's expensive. <laughs> yeah. Very. <laughs> Let me tell you something. It, you know, when you get into this game and you want to start doing your taxes and all that, you need to put everything down because you spend a lot of money on clippers. Man. You know, like if you see my desk, it's like I just bought some stuff now that I got to take to the shop. Like, it's a lot, you know, but it's worth it to me. Right. Because when you come to my chair and you see my station, like, the tools that I need to make you look good, it's worth it. You definitely do a great job. I love watching your cuts on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Sean DeBarber, T-H-A, follow me. <laughs> I'll definitely make sure we put a plug in for you. Don't worry. So what skills do you think are needed to be an entrepreneur and be self-employed? Um, people skills. Um, very outspoken. Um, if you if you have the skill itself, just barbering skills itself, just like, you know, just, just be outspoken, man. And, you know, just... You know, you have to have people skills. That's for sure. Have to. There's like no doubt about it. Because when clients come in, you got to greet them every day. You got to, even if it's not your client, you have to greet them. Good morning. How you doing? Who are you waiting for, sir? Well, I'm waiting for such and such. A, all right. Have a great day. Even when he leaves. If he's not your client, you still have to show that gratitude that he walked into your shop. Mm-hmm. He walked into your 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 car, your your your, your van or your mobile shop, whatever, whatever location you have your household wherever you have to be open that person will open on you want to make that guy feel welcome you want to and and even me like with my instagram pictures and all the stuff that i do i want you to know who i am before you even meet me. you know that kind of goes so into my important. next point is is your advertising method you really heavily use social media yes the social media um is the new ways of getting yourself out there. I use TikTok. I use Instagram, Facebook, not so much, but I those are the major platforms that's out there that you have to use. Yeah. And after not having access to 
cell phones and social media while being incarcerated? How long did it take you to learn all that? You know, it was so funny. My sister said that, like, if I never missed a day, I, it, <laughs> you know, I, she said, how do you learn? How do I just I knew what I have to do. I knew what I had to do and just read, just figure it out. Like she, my sister, oh, you already got Instagram. What is the Instagram? It's a thing that you can post pictures. You can check, I download it and follow the prompts. She said, I don't know how you learn these things. I don't. And like, even when I edit my videos, I do on CapCut. I do all my stuff on InShot. They'd be like, how do you do that? Just it's something that I that intrigues me. Is this something that I love to do? Like when I see these little things and I can transformation myself and change my clothes and I love it. So it's just it's something <laughs> you are about quite it. Creative. That, I'm really impressed yeah, with your videos. You know, I'm just like, wow, yeah. I don't even know how to do that. And I've I, been out longer. <laughs> yeah. And you know, thanks to YouTube as well, because if I don't know something, YouTube helps out a lot. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And like I said, you know, I just sit there and play with it, you know. But not have, and this is drives. Listen, let me tell you, me and my wife, we go through it all the time. We go through all the time. You always on that phone. I'm like, listen, I am creating content and I'm looking at new content. You know what I mean? What other people's doing because I want to know. You know what it is? I've been cutting for 38 years. Okay, I might have been cutting forever, but I I haven't been in a barber shop. So I want from when I used to cut 38 years ago, things are not the same. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So you want to learn how to cut mohawks. You want to learn how to cut frohawks. You want to learn how to cut sevens. All those things, I, they didn't do that back then. So you have to learn these things. Mm -hmm. So I watch the new coming, the new age now. Styles. And, and, to get on board, you know? and trends so, and all that stuff. Yeah, man. Yeah. So it's a lot of things. It's a lot of things that you have to learn. It, it, you know, the barber game has came a long way in regards to tools, cordless stuff. You know, because back in the day, everything had a cord. It was tangled in all over the place. But now everything is cordless, blow dryers, all these things that you have to, you know, everything that you need, like, it's so revolved around a lot of things. Even my brand, this is my logo, like this right here. Creating this logo, I was in the barbershop. And I sat there, I said, yeah, I want to make my own logo. I want to make my own thing. And I sat there, you know, I draw whatever I, I drew it up, STB, Sean the Barber. I want to keep it simple when people don't, you know, they can see it. Oh, they love this it. clean. They like it, you know, selling hats, selling sweaters. And I did that on my own. Yes, you did. You so what, what I mean? would you say is the hurdles of being self-employed? What's the, the hurdle is having some first, you know, you having that support. That's the first thing. You mm -hmm. gotta have that support. You got to, you know what I mean? Because it's a long road. So yeah. for anybody out there that wanna be a barber, man, and if you have someone supporting you, you you have to if you want to pursue that dream, you have to you have to have support. There's a lot of you have to be anchored down in the shop, you know, in regards to nine o'clock in the morning. I go at ten o'clock and I'm closing at seven o'clock, eight o'clock at night. You gotta be anchored down. You gotta put that time in to get what you want, your clientele. But um, yeah, so you have to have that support. You know, it could be a little bit stressful not being here for that birthday or not being here. Today is my anniversary. So I, I'm supposed to be at work, guys, but I am off today because it's my anniversary. So I'm taking the day off. I can do <laughs> Happy that. Happy anniversary. <laughs> Thank you, please. So yeah, um, man. When it comes to like taxes and stuff, how did you figure all that out? Um, I didn't figure out. I had a tax advisor figure it out. 
in okay. regards to um my supplies and what you know what you know what's tax deductible and what's not you know what i mean you know parking your car is not tax deductible i'm saying you know and because i spent a lot of money on tools i literally i just dropped almost close to 200 dollars yesterday on tools you know mm-hmm. and supplies and perfume or whatever i need um you know so it's just and you just write it's like right off you got to keep those receipts you know, you have to keep those receipts because it's very important because when when it comes around, when it comes around for the next year, you want to try to at least get something, you know what I mean? Because you drop a lot of money. What advice do you have for people who are just making minimum wage and are just not making ends meet? Look for another avenue. Find Find your niche. Find what you're good at, you know? If it's not barbering, it could be, listen, it could be cooking. It could be all right. Let's take cooking, fans. It could be cooking, right? You want to, you're a good chef, you like to, you know, and you love what you do. You you put that love into that food. Go out there, find out if you can get you a food truck, find out where you can get these things that do some research. Like you say, oh man, I can get this truck for this price, and I can put this in there. I can get, you know, find people that you can alter this vehicle to your liking where you can cook in it and show your love to the world. And then if you your own business, you your own own you 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 your own boss. You don't mm-hmm. have to work for someone else. You know it's very important because, like my wife told me, say, "Oh, you want this mobile barbershop? You want to do this? You want to do that? Show me the work." You know what I mean, like, show me, like, you know, put it out there, put it on paper. Okay, this is how much it's going to cost me to get this truck. This is how much it's going to cost me to re renovate. And I'm saying I can't say how much we're going to make out of it because barber is. Like it's up in the air because you know right. just because they see my truck outside and it's nice that doesn't mean they're gonna walk in it. <laughs> so you gotta put to yourself the advertising out and putting yourself out there. Adver- advertisement, <laughs> my brand, my logo, my sweaters, all the stuff that I put out there, and that's what I was doing. I saw this way beforehand. I said, you know what? I want people to know who Sean the Barber is. I don't want to just be the average barber. I want to be the best. That's <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much for doing this for me. And listen, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, when you say anything that you're involved in, like I used to, like, I am, I've been riding with you, man, from day one, and I love you guys, man. And like, you, you know, you believed in me before I believed in myself, you know what I mean? And like, my everything, everything, like, my, I never forget, I was just looking at some of my, uh, my work from the dope fund and how you, did my resume and you was there for me, my clothes, everything. Like, I just, I just, you know, you, you just took care of me, man. Like, you know, and I, I'm always in debt for that. You know what I mean? Because You're not in debt. I just love being on your journey with you. Yeah. And then, you know, we still here. Like I said, when that whole thing happened with Amazon, I reached out to you. I said, I don't know who to reach out to. You know, you're like my life coach. You know what I mean? Like I can reach to you and like, yo, and you will give me the best advice that you can, mm-hmm. you know? From what within reason, you know what I mean, and 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 I really appreciate it because not having someone that you can turn to and say, "Listen, who can I go to ask this question?" And you know, you pop up in my mind. That's why I look on your Facebook. You know, your husband, everybody, your family. You know, you're doing great things. Let alone with Porter, what took turn for Porter, but here we are now. Exactly. We you always know, bounce back. You know, right? I, Oh yeah, yeah, you know, and I and I and I'm grateful for Porter. Trust me when I tell you, I am so grateful for Porter because they don't have that. Imagine if they didn't have that, where would I be? 
Right. You know so I'm grateful for Porter. And, you know, I, everybody said, oh, you paying them this money. But you bad. This and that complaining. And I used to tell them, why are you here? That's my, that was my line. Why are you here still if you complain? Just do what you have to do and get out. You know what I mean? Exactly. But, you know what I mean? So this is here we are. Now I got a beautiful house. I'm with my mother-in-law, my wife. You know, I'm just sitting here, man. And I'm not on parole no more. I can do what I want. Exactly. <laughs> I'm going to, I got my passport. Yeah. And that's another thing. Yay. I got my passport. That was that's like, awesome. you know, I jumped for joy for that. I, I like, yeah, I got my first passport and I'm going to get that thing stamped. We going to Jamaica. Like, I'm like, I don't, I am, I'm enjoying this, man. I am. Good. That's awesome. I'm so happy for you. You don't even know how proud I am of you. I've watched you hit some pretty hard walls. Yep. Well, my daughter, you know everything. Yep. Everything. You know, she's 25 now. That's amazing. You know, and we here. I just went out to dinner with her the other day. You know, I can do that. You know, she asked me for things. I can do it. You know, I really appreciate it. And I really appreciate you. I appreciate you too, Sean. I hope you have a beautiful anniversary. Celebrate everything. I will. And I will definitely check in with you later. Okay. I love you. Thank you love so you much. Too. You're welcome. Okay. Bye.